only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Uh, welcome to the podcast that still does not have an opening. It's 2020, Bradley Ryan. It's it's. We should have a new one. We have a new. This podcast has opening. been going on since last decade, <laughs> right? And we still exactly. don't have. And we still don't have <laughs> a, music. Uh, so if you guys have musical talents. <laughs> Please if you like some music, yes. If you would like to, um, uh, you know, um, donate your time and energy, compose a, our opening um, s- score. That would be great for free. For free, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. That's what we do. We also work and for it. free, <laughs> Bradley <laughs> and, and I. <laughs> so yeah, send us your free uh, unlicensed music that we can use for free. Yeah, and I will use your music. What's going on at the box office, man? That is good. What? Yeah, they're right. I will reach out to to people who can make us music. Okay, not just singing karaoke <laughs> versions of different no, songs. No. <laughs> that, that ain't gonna pass uh, Four big films for you We have two Oscar contenders The World War I drama And Golden Globe winner 1917 The Michael Jordan Jamie Foxx legal drama Just Mercy So let's begin with those two Is he Michael Jordan now? Just Michael Jordan Sorry Michael, Michael B. B Okay Jordan Just a claim... separate Gotcha okay. Where is Michael Jordan now? He's retired Gambling somewhere And he's right. not Yeah and he's not He's kind of under the radar Yeah he's just somewhere in Since Chicago Since he got that Mistress drama, remember? Oh, that's right. And then he disappeared. Yes, he good did. for him. Right, retire. Sure. I think he owns part of the, one of the basketball. Anyway, I don't care. Well, let's talk about 1917. The film won big at the recently concluded Golden Globes, taking home the Best Picture Drama Trophy, and Sam and Des winning the Best Director Award. And you know what? It's all deserving, even though he beat my favorite, The Irishman, and um, Martin Scorsese, of course, and Quentin Tarantino. That's kind of surprising for him to win. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, which is, he, yeah. and that tells you something because in order to appreciate the film, you have to look at it in two folds. First, the visual splendor. You have heard about the one continuous shot, right? Right, yes. It is so good and seamless. He and, and uh, cinematographer Roger Deakins did a, a very well-organized and well-choreographed uh, movie together. And, you know, and here's how they did it, by the way. Um, they did like, um, like a, they practiced for six months prior and then, um, and then they shot yeah, so there's they actually rehearsed before they wow, rehearsed wow. everything before. <laughs> it's like a play. Kevin Hart is like, "What's that? What's rehearsal?" Right? He does like nine movies a year. He has no time to rehearse. <laughs> or Dwayne lines, Johnson. Get most of the lines right, and you're good. Just go for it. <laughs> now the film is also emotionally powerful, with a story of two soldiers played by Dean Charles Chapman as Blake and George McKay as Schofield. They're given an impossible mission by uh, the general played by Colin Firth. He deliver to deliver a message deep in enemy territory that will stop sixteen hundred men from walking straight into a deadly trap. One of those soldiers is Blake's brother. Now here's Dean Charles Chapman talking about the story's human connection. It's not really you know, a war film. It's, you don't have to know anything about the First World War. It's not an educational film on right, war right. or a certain battle. It's, it just follows two human beings and they react in a very human way, told on a very human level. And the one continuous take method really adds a whole other layer of storytelling and it really immerses you in the experience of watching the film. 
Now, there are many heroes behind the scenes. First is director Sam Mendes, who had a passion to tell the story. Listen to why he made the film. It came about because I had a grandfather, Alfie, who fought in the First World War. Uh, he enlisted as a 17-year-old. And he told one story in particular about getting lost in no man's land, trying to deliver a message. And, I, and that was the germ of this movie. And I thought, when I came to write, that was the little image that was pulling at me. And I thought, what if that man carried that message uh, right across the whole landscape of war? You dedicated the film to him. Correct. Oh, what a great <laughs> grandson. <laughs> Now, together with scriptwriter Christy Wilson Cairns, they crafted a story that is told in real time. Two hours to be exact. One shot trickery at its finest. But why one shot? What got you, gave you the idea to make it seemingly be a one shot mm -hmm. film? Well, when I decided it was going to be two hours of real time, effectively, right. without doing any spoilers, basically it's the two hours that it takes for them to deliver the message. I thought the best way to tell it was without breaking the shot without breaking the experience and make the audience lock the audience in with the men that is true you will be so locked into the film with the adventure of these two men um, that it's one of the best war movies ever made it's thought-provoking while it entertains and immersive storytelling at its finest and i suspect the academy will grant this film all its technical awards including best cinematography for roger deakins and for that 1917 gets the perfect four out of four Ooh. ultimate sacrifice kisses your first perfect uh, kisser of yeah. the year which is of really last year of that last one year. Yeah. so it won it won the golden globe of 2019 right and now it's gonna is it can it win can't win twice can't win this year right yeah. Well, no. In order to qualify for this year's Golden Globes, you have to release a movie last year, and they release it in London and L.A. and New York. Okay. So the uh, the uh, the Academy Awards that will be one of those is that February, the uh, February 9th, I believe, Sunday. Okay. Got. It. So then you have to. Okay, that'll be week after this. So then you have to. Um, you have to qualify last year for this year. Okay, got it. All right. Yeah. It's all not really making sense, but I'm going to make pretend it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And you know, another one of those is Just Mercy. It also received some Golden Globe nominations, especially for Jamie Foxx for Best Supporting Actor, but it's not really going full wide release till this weekend. Um, Jamie Foxx, who visited the Valley, the Coachella Valley, last weekend for the Palm Springs International Film Festival, he plays Walter McMillian, a wrongly condemned death row prisoner. So enter world-renowned civil rights defense attorney Brian Stevenson, played by Michael B. Jordan. He aims to right the wrong, but it's not that easy. Here, here's Jamie Foxx when I talked to him and to, uh, to tell you why you have to see the film. I can tell you this is that it's already A-plus cinema score. Uh, people are loving this movie and it's so important. It's a touching story about Brian Stevenson who, who's exonerating people off of death row. I have a personal thing. My father was put away for $25 worth of illegal substance. <laughs> so it means a lot. And that's why I said it's the most important movie I've ever done. And for all of us, now here's the thing. 97% did in front of a mostly African-American crowd. 98% in front of a mostly white and non-African-American. So it's a human story that everybody's gravitating to. And when you watch this film, you'll feel changed. Oh, I did feel that change. And I Thank see that. So but I, hey. <laughs> Yeah, I'll rock that. I'll rock that right now. <laughs>
by the way, he's talking about the jacket that I wore that's painted by an, a local artist, uh, Marconi, who made me all look so fashionable and very yeah, 80s. It was a shit. great uh, it was a great jacket. I saw it online. I was like, wow. And then I'm so glad Jamie Foxx right? was like, wow, man, look at this jacket. It was awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Now, this one is based on true events. And the book written by Brian Stevenson himself, Just Mercy, is emotionally compelling because of the wonderful performances. It will make you cry and laugh angry and happy and at the end there's a certain kind of advocacy that you will be implored to take director destin daniel cretton directs with assured hands and the film doesn't hit you over the head with preachy lessons that's why i love it just justice comes at a high price for many people and just mercy proves just that and for that just mercy gets three and a half out of four equal rights for everyone kisses cool couple of good ones so far that's right now let's talk about Kristen Stewart trying to go can all we Ripley. Not, can we not talk about Kristen <laughs> trying Stewart? Trying to go all, all, all Ripley on us in underwater. I know, uh, you, you really have like an allergy. I just don't, uh, there's just something about her. I just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I never, I, maybe it was just like my dislike for that whole vampire Twilight genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that I just couldn't believe how people were pulling that old Dawson Creek uh, like tempo of speaking out back from like, you know, like, you know, when they talk like this and they, don't put a sense in it. Dawson's Creek. And that's what they did. A, and Pacey, I love how you reference, <laughs> well, reference Dawson's Creek. But every, it's true. Everything goes back to Dawson's Creek. <laughs> right? And so, yeah, and they would do that. And she would do that. And I was like, dude, get on. You're not, you're not, you're not Pacey. You're not Pacey's girlfriend. Get, stop it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> stop it. Get your own thing. You refuse to embrace your inner Could you imagine heart? if someone tried to, like, imitate Christopher Walken on screen? They'd laugh him out. They'd, like la that. they'd laugh him out of the theater. She's like a female Christopher like, Walken. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Manny movie guy, hello. But he also talks in. Sure, the, the, I do. I do. <laughs> I talk. I talk like that. Imagine if I, someone was an actor, also, and they started doing that. They'd laugh at them because right. you can't imitate someone else. But listen, she was the Twilight heroine, but now recently she's the current art house it girl, and she really is the best one, best part in Charlie's Angels. Uh, that's why it's kind of underwhelming that now she stars in Underwater, a movie that's released in January. And you know what that means. Oh, I mean, newly released in January. <laughs> means it's crap. It's not good. That's not right. Good. Um, the whole premise is she's a an, 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 uh, mechanical engineer, Nora Price. She lives underwater, seven miles beneath the surface of the ocean. She and a crew of underwater researchers are working on something that the movie did not clearly explain. But then water starts crashing through the walls of their underwater station like bullets, trapping the crew inside. Their only hope is to walk the ocean floor and find the nearest substation. So it's like space but underwater gotcha <laughs> yes this movie is like aliens but underwater director william eubank is clearly a fan of james cameron making a hodgepodge of aliens and the abyss there's even like some egg thing i'm not gonna even reveal but it's like an egg thing that's very similar to aliens alien um the film hides its shortcoming in fast-paced storytelling everything happens in five minutes you know they're trapped underwater and la 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 I, I, that it's going she's looking for a big blue diamond <laughs> yeah la Côte de la mer <laughs> yeah that's really what it is the narrative go at breakneck speed that you won't even notice plot holes as big as the pacific ocean and the atlantic ocean combined the film was finished three years ago by the way Back when Kristen Stewart was wearing a super short blonde hairdo. But you know what? At least she delivers. She looks genuinely scared like how we'll feel if we ever have to go 20,000 leagues under the sea. But really, skip this and wait for it on streaming. And for that, Underwater gets two out of four. The movie is really, really underwater.
<laughs> they should have left it underwater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should have left underwater. Uh, what else you got there? Finally, we have Like a Boss. Mm-hmm. You like Tiffany Haddish, I love you? Tiffany Haddish, and I like Rose Byrne. Yes, and Rose Byrne is amazing. I love her since Bridesmaids. And I've always thought that she's like a, a white Selma Hayek. <laughs> she she kind of does Selma look Hayek like, yeah, look, right? she does. I know they're together in one movie, and it's kind of, it's I, that part is amazing, but really skip this as well. Here's the premise. Tiffany Haddish, Rose Byrne, they star as friends and owners of a startup makeup company called Mel and Mia's. Burn is Mia, the business savvy one but lacks confidence, the straight quote-unquote one. And Haddish is what else? The brash and loud Mel, you know, a character that is so <laughs> derivative of her girl's trip role. The girls have a problem. They're in debt and their business is sinking. So enter cosmetics mogul Claire Luna, played by Selma Hayek. She wants to help the duo but with a high price. This is really such a missed opportunity for director Miguel Arteta, who gave us really wonderful films before, like The Good Girl with Jennifer Aniston, Chuck and Buck, and Beatriz at dinner, with, also with Hayek. The problem is he doesn't have the finesse or the wherewithal to make an all-out comedy romp. It has no fully developed story, just a pastiche of what a story it could have had, and full of cliches, you know, on those girls' comedy thing. Karaoke Christ. night, yes, they have karaoke night scene. The girl fights, check. Body fluids, yes, double Coming check. Coming like lava. Yeah, right. <laughs> it also have little to say about female friendships. And as far as the acting, both Byrne and Haddish are always good, with Byrne outshining the latter. In this one, as Haddish, I'm so sorry, but she's pigeonholed to be a loud, brash, African-American woman, you know, a stereotype. Um, but Like a Boss is forgettable, and it's also a little bit entertaining. And it is not, though. A boss by any means. And for that, Like a Boss gets two out of four. Not a boss at all. Kisses. All right. So uh, I got some good stuff at the box office this weekend. We have and... 1917 and Just Mercy and then... Some crap. Yeah, just wait for them on streaming <laughs> or DVD. Um, so yeah, are, are we, you can go to... No, always go to Netflix. There's... Always on Netflix. Oh, no, say, on your uh, suggestion, I've been, I've been watching The Messiah. The Messiah, yeah. Uh, El Masih. And, uh, Al Masih. Oh my God, so good. Yeah, and the pastor. You've, you've, you've met the pastor. I've now. met the pastor, yes. Yeah. I'm, and the I'm, brother? No. I mean, I'm sorry. The, Stop! Don't, don't, don't! The father. Don't, don't! No. What father? No. Of the, the wife. Father of the wife? Yes. No, I have not met him yet. So please stop talking. Bo Bridges? Stop talking! I it's, have not. Oh my God! I, I'm gonna go. I haven't met Bo Bridges yet. He's not in it's any. It's on the trailer. He's not. So he's not, he's not in my episode yet. <laughs> the daughter. Oh shut! All right. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. I'm gonna go. Have a great weekend at the box office. Bye. Bo watch Messiah. Bye. <laughs> you no, Bo Bridges showed up already. No, he hasn't showed up yet.